Joining us today on the Name a Better Duo podcast is Jamie Burke. Jamie is a fun, loving, and spunky wife and mother. She finds joy and passion in teaching and talking to people through her social media platforms. She first started her YouTube career in 2018. With over 160 videos posted, Jamie wants to continue to inform her community on products through testing and humor. Her channel mostly focuses on product reviews, though she does some blogging style updates and DIYs. Jamie tests out products to see if they are worth the hype so that you don't have to. On Jamie's channel, you can find product reviews for mostly beauty products, though she does sprinkle in some tech and fitness as well. With over three years of YouTube experience, she finds most people love her honesty and value her opinion. Jamie tries to be honest and forthright with all of her videos. She also has learned how to lower her wall and allow herself to be vulnerable. In doing this, it allows people to connect with her on a personal level instead of just seeing her as another YouTuber. For some, this is a hobby, but Jamie finds true enjoyment in making these videos to spread knowledge while making people laugh. Welcome, Jamie Burke. So as you know, we like to start off with an icebreaker. Okay, Jamie, this icebreaker is called The People Want to Know. So we're just going to get a little bit in your business, not too far. Okay, so first question, what is the last show you binged? Ooh, there's actually two. Um, right now, I'm like obsessed with the Scientology and the aftermath on Netflix. Like, okay. it's just insane to me. So I'm like, I really love documentaries. So if you got a documentary, I'm your girl. I want to watch it. Okay. Um, and then the other one is called The Tender Swindler, I believe. Like that is insane to me. This guy is able to like persuade these women to give him money. So those are the two, um, those are the two ones that I'm actually watching like right now that I'm like, oh, I gotta watch another episode. Oh, I'm, okay. I'm obsessed. <laughs> got me interested. I've never heard of either one of those, but I might have to. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Awesome. All right. So the next thing that people want to know, what's your favorite thing to do in your downtime? Ooh, sleep. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't get to sleep now that I am pregnant. Um, and so if it's not sleeping, it's just spending time with my son. I mean, he's seven. It's hard to be able to spend time with him when I work full time and then I'm doing YouTube full time. And so it's, it's a lot. So spending time with him and my husband are like my top priority if I'm not sleeping. And when are you doing <laughs> Um, that's a good question. Um, so I was due May 30th, but now that I have gestational diabetes, they're telling me that I'm probably going to have to deliver two to three weeks early. Um, because babies who are with a mother who has gestational diabetes somehow sometimes has seizures in the womb. Um, and so they don't want anything to happen to her or me. So they're like, no, the chances of you having her May 30th are slim. Like it's not happening. So I'm not exactly sure that's kind of up in the air right now. She could come out on my birthday. I'm May 15th. She could. She share she could. And congratulations, yeah. by the way, you're having your first baby girl. Yes. I'm so nervous. <laughs> I don't, I'm like, I'm a girl, but I really don't know anything about girls. And so I'm like, mm. no, you got it. You <laughs> I don't know. It's going to be, so. fun. it's going to be, you know, you know how we can be. It's going to be work, but it's going to be fun. 
Okay, the last thing that people want to know. So <laughs> if you won a million dollars, what would be the first thing you do? Ooh, uh, I'd probably buy a house in Florida. Ooh, okay. Um, yeah. Uh, my husband likes being near the beach. My son likes being near the beach. I like the beach from a distance, mm -hmm. but it's fine. Um, and then I would probably buy a house, pay off family debt, mm -hmm. um, and then give the rest of it to the breast cancer awareness. Cause my mom died of breast cancer. And so that one's like really close to home. And so any way that I can help out with that one is, is my priority. That's so good. Yeah. Those are, that's a good list. I love that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Those, those are my three things. Like I don't, I don't need anything. I don't need an expensive car. I don't need like a mansion or anything like that. No, just yeah. give me a basic house, nice view and I'm good. <laughs> I'm sure you can get a nice size house in Florida. I would love to be there right now. Yeah. Same ditto. Okay. So we're going to hop into this interview. Okay. Um, as mentioned in her bio, Jamie is a YouTuber. Um, first of all, I want to know what made you create a YouTube channel? Um, it's going to be silly and you're probably going to think I'm a weirdo, but I'm going to be honest. Um, I talked to myself and so I was like, well, if I'm going to talk to myself, why don't I see if somebody else Ooh. feels the way that I feel? Mm -hmm. Um, and so I find humor in the things that I do. And so I was like, okay, well. I like talking to people. I like talking to myself. Let's see if somebody else likes it. And then I like to make people laugh. So I, I actually did it because I just wanted something different. And I actually wanted it like back in 2016, but I was too scared mm. to even make the plunge until like 2018. Yeah, that's so good. And I, how, how often do we do that? We talk ourselves out of things, just like we talk to ourselves, we talk ourselves out of things. And, you know, I'm glad yep. that you took that, that leap because I'm sure a lot of people need the, the things that for me, sometimes when I'm watching YouTubers, it's just like a, like feel good thing, you know, like just, yeah. I just want to go in and just watch something without a plot, like just something that, that makes me feel good. And I think your channel accomplishes that. Um, who are some of your favorite YouTubers? Um, so I have two favorites. Um, one is Nicole Guerrero. I fell in love with her when I was probably and back in 2016, I fell in love with just her personality and her honesty and how she's just more down to earth than a lot of other YouTubers that I notice. Mm -hmm. um, and then my other one is Bailey Sarian. You probably have heard of her. She does murder mystery makeup Mondays. Oh, okay. Love it. Okay. So she does true crimes while putting her makeup on. And so it's a escape away from like the regular things that I watch. And so I'm like, oh my God, yeah. that really happened? <laughs> no. So I'm just, I those are my two favorites. So if I'm not watching Nicole Guerrero, I'm watching Bailey Sarian, like yeah. both of those. You, you will most likely find those on my search more than anything else. <laughs> And I think that's so important with YouTube because especially now the market can be so oversaturated, but to find your, your niche in that market or just your niche in that field period is what kind of gives you one up on yeah. other people. So for her to like, okay, a lot of people do makeup videos, but I'm going to include 
this extra little thing that kind of makes me unique is what, you know, a lot of people are like, where do I begin? Find that one thing that you love that isn't being done, you know, and, and add that to it. I think that helps. Yeah. Um, another thing you mentioned is personality. And yeah. I, I've noticed that some people are, are, are starting to do it, but it's like murder and cup of coffee. And I'm like, Okay. But that's the thing, you know, you find your thing. And I think that one of the things that makes your YouTube channel stick out is your personality, you know, like the fact that you're very much who you are. Um, Jamie and I used to work together and I remember your bubbly personality and that's what makes people um, kind of gravitate towards you, I think. So I know, I know it's going to go far. It's already grown. <laughs> I hope so. That's, that's my goal. My goal is to be able to quit my job and to do this full time because mm -hmm. I don't like working for the man that part. I'd rather work for myself I feel you I'm so with you and I, I think that a lot of people they think oh YouTube is there really a future in that but people are making money off of YouTube you know and yeah. it takes consistency and that's my next question for you is how do you remain consistent considering all the things that you're balancing how do you like okay this is YouTube time. I have to stick to this. I have to make sure I'm, I'm putting in the work so that I can get what I want out of it. Um, you're adorable. I love you. Um, I have not been consistent in quite a while, to be very honest. Uh, my first trimester of my pregnancy, I was so out of it and in so much pain and so tired that I struggled to get up. I struggled to go to work. And so there was lots of weeks that I did not post anything. Um, and then I had a lot of family issues that kind of came in the way. And I don't want to put, I don't want to put it like that, but there's just things that have happened in my family that I mentally just could not do a video. I couldn't. And so my philosophy is, is if I can't be my true self and I'm not in the right mindset, I can't do a video. And so I can't do something if I'm not completely, you know, committed to it at that time. So if I have to wait a week or two weeks to get myself back where I need to be, I'm going to do it, but I'd rather do it and come back stronger versus just give you something just willy-nilly yeah that's good that's good I think that's one of the things and we're hearing a lot more about that lately with mental health and like learning when you need to just take a break you know and I think that it's hard that remaining consistent when you are still managing so many things because you don't have the team to you know maybe chop up some videos and throw something together for you or you yeah. know take on some of the other responsibilities that you have so I think that that was that was very real and very transparent. And you've been very real and transparent on your YouTube channel, including with some of the harsh comments that you've gotten. Um, how do you manage that? Because I feel like that's so prevalent right now in social media. People feel the liberty to just to say anything in the comment section. It's so easy for people to hide behind their phone. Between oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because you know? mm, I'm pretty sure none of y'all would say half of that stuff to my yeah, face. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so how do you um, it, It's hard. It, it's very hard. Um, I sometimes still get upset over somebody feeling the need to talk about my weight. Or telling me that I am not pretty enough because YouTube girls have this like certain image um, that you have to be drop dead gorgeous and your boobs poking out 
for you to get a view. And that's not me. Um, And then I just have men, more men than anybody who feel the need to say inappropriate things in a message, knowing that I'm married, knowing that I have a child and you still feel that it's okay to to post those. Um, So I still struggle with it, but I try very hard to just let it go because I know you a coward to do that because you would not say any of that to my face. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes I'm like, Reese, read this comment, just read this. And he's like, who comes up with this? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I have no clue. So I try very hard not to, to take them personally. And then I just remove them and then block them. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's so important. I always think about that. Cause I, you know, just on a, with a few followers, there's always someone that has something to say. I can imagine as followers grow and grow, there's going to be that many more trolls that if it seems like that's their only job to just sit there and troll you and come up with the yeah. thing negative they can, they can find. And it's like, you really have Yeah, to I mean, it's, it's more men than anything, um, which is kind of just annoying to me because I'm just like, really? You don't even know me. Like, what do you, what are you it's talking about? So um, but uh, yeah, it's, it's either talking about my boobs or talking about that. I need to be in the gym 24 hours, seven days a week. And how can I be a YouTuber devote four to five hours of editing, but I can't get on a treadmill. You, you have to look at the good more than you look at the bad. You know, I feel like it, for whatever reason, the negative stays yeah. out to us because it hits us more than the positive comments, more than all the the people who do support us. So it's really important, like you said, to block them, delete and keep it moving because it will take up a lot of your, your, your positivity and your, your morale to keep going, you know? So, and that's the one thing that, you know, that that's going to come, you know, like there's always going to be something or someone that tries to get in our way and and tries to stop us. And, And I feel like that's the importance of just like, affirmation, staying positive, staying focused, you know, um, you mentioned earlier about, you know, you dealing with the gestational diabetes since, um, being pregnant with your second child, um, and, you know, just how, how much of a toll that's taken on you physically, um, and with your energy and things of that sort, how have you been managing and navigating that diagnosis? Um, that one's pretty hard. Uh, I, I'm pretty much taking it day by day. Like there was a moment when I got super depressed and didn't want to even get out of bed Um, because as a mom, and I'm pretty sure that most women feel like this who have had gestational diabetes and being pregnant is you immediately blame yourself. There's gotta be something wrong with me. I must have done something to make myself be unhappy, um, be overweight. Um, I drank too much. I didn't drink enough water. I didn't exercise enough. And sometimes it's just, you can't, you can't help it. It's either in your genes and sometimes women have it. And I didn't have it with my first son, um, with my pregnancy. My first pregnancy was like amazing until the end, but I didn't have any of the issues with Ronin versus what I'm having with baby being like, it's just, it's a complete 180 and I'm still navigating it. Um, but I'm now having to take insulin. I was first taking it at 12 units and now they have me at 16 units. 
Um, I am on a restricted diet, no more than 40 carbs a, a meal, which is kind of a lot when you're kind of pregnant and you just want something right. sweet and you can't have it. Um, but it, it's, it's an ongoing thing. It's something that I deal with daily and I just take one step at a time and I try to focus on the positive of, okay, Jamie, this is going to make you healthy. Okay. This is going to make baby being healthy. As long as both of you are happy, you got this. And so you sacrifice a lot more having gestational diabetes versus just a person who's just regularly pregnant. So, um, it's a lot, but I have a really good support team. My husband gives me my injections and in my butt every night. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and so he, I'll have a cry moment and I'll break down and I'll be like, I can't do this. And he's like, yes, you can, you can do this. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he's probably one of my number one supporters. So I wouldn't be able to do this without him. I just thought about your latest video, which I loved when he was, he was in it and he said, we're pregnant. You're like, okay. <laughs> You're like, I'm the one going through all this, but okay, we're pregnant. <laughs> yeah, you cute. Uh, I'm pretty sure I'm pregnant, but he's like, no, 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 no. I sacrificed just as much as you do. I'm like, okay, all right. I'm say so. yeah. <laughs> but I love it. I love that he's there to support you um, in the way that he is. Um, and you know, I, I just don't feel like it's talked about enough, all the struggles that women go through with their bodies, especially dealing with pregnancy. You know, um, yeah. we see so much about, we see so much glorified about pregnancy and it is a beautiful, beautiful thing. I'm sure I've never experienced it, but I know it's a beautiful experience to bring life into this world, but our bodies go through a lot, you know, and it's something that you really have to, you know, not just physically, prepare for but mentally you know and to get something like this that's so unexpected and you mentioned too in one of your videos about um you know I think you said you're 35 now yes so you know we hear certain things about having you know becoming pregnant after 35 and I know for me even um this is something that I've just like had to like face head on I've been in therapy even to talk about different things I've had issues but not having a child and hitting 35 this year I've like had these fears of, you know, well, I still want to have a child. My window is getting smaller and, you know, and you see so many people doing it and, and, but you don't know all the things that they go through, you know? So it's like inspiration that it can be done, but also prepare, you know, for the different things that can come with it. So thank you for that transparency. Yeah, it's definitely, yeah, it's definitely a mental thing that I've, I've noticed that as long as I'm mentally okay, Mm -hmm. everything else to me feel falls back into place. And I'm, I also am going to therapy. I've been going to therapy for like two years. I haven't talked about it with anybody, but she's also helping me try to navigate and talk me off of the ledge on a lot of things, because it's, it's just, it's a lot. Um, and it's a big financial burden Mm. that nobody wants to talk about either. And so there's just times when I'm like breaking down and she's like, it's okay. You know, this, this is, it's just for right now. And I'm like, I get that, but you mentally are just like, I'm done. Like I'm, I'm done. I can't do it anymore. But then you know, thinking about it, you're like, okay, take a step back. Once the mental is good, we're, we're good. 
Yeah, that man, that's key. I think it always comes back to that. It always comes back to the mental, you know, and how you are, you know, responding to your circumstances and your situation. Yeah. Um, I want to switch gears back to YouTube and how, you know, there, I'm sure with, with any field or anything you get into, there's going to be some ups and downs with it. What are some of the mistakes that you've made early on that you would warn a new YouTuber not to do? Oh, there's so many. (laughs) (laughs) Um, There's there's a lot that I made mistakes on that I'm like, ooh, I shouldn't have done that. Mm -hmm. Um, Like. I did videos my early on that was not really in a field. I was just doing videos. And so I think I had a, like a turning point, maybe a year, year and a half into my channel going, okay, I like trying products. I like seeing products, testing them out, giving you my honest feedback. And then it kind of be, it's, allowing me to kind of branch out on things that I still like to do like beauty and um, techie stuff and fitness stuff and craft stuff. So um, I would say have a niche or niche, Um, know what you want to do. Um, I would say before you even like start your channel, uh, have videos or look at somebody else's videos, see what they did differently or read the comments and look to see what questions that came up so often and make sure you hit those. I did not do that. Did not do that at all. And now I do that. That's one thing. Know what you want to do. Um, and then find some people that are kind of in the same field or in the same kind of like, I guess, something that you like and then see what they do and do it better. Mm, that's good. Like with anything you have to study, right? And yeah. I think that with YouTube, because it's still, I mean, it's not new, but like the people like really making money off of YouTube is starting to become more prevalent. And I think that you have to do your research. Now that there is, there are examples out there, you know, do your research. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, so I think that just doing that research is so important and finding the thing. That's such a good tip. I, that's something I never even thought of. So yeah, just looking through the comments and seeing, okay, they didn't do that, but I'm going to do that so that people can come to me and get the answers that they're really looking for. Cause a lot of time you just don't know what people are looking for, you know? Um, and you, as much as you want to. Make- yeah. And I think it also helps with the um, keeping the conversation going mm-hmm. too, because yeah, I've given you, I've answered those questions for you, but I haven't answered all of your questions. And so I'm hoping that you're going to, you know, talk to me through the comments so we can keep this conversation going. Mm-hmm. So a lot of this stuff I have learned in the last like year and a half um, that I really wish that I had when I first started, but nobody really wants to tell you how to be successful in a lot of ways in YouTube. They're like, hey, start a YouTube channel. Yeah, just bust out some videos. And it's like, okay, anything else? No, I'm not going to tell you anything. Right. (laughs) Right. Got it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Isn't that the truth though? Cause I, I listen to a lot of uh, financial videos and, you know, I'm kind of really, um, you know, just inspired by the finance space and even they'll tell you, but I'm not going to tell you everything. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I thought you were keeping it real with me, but no, it's like, no, I'm, there's some secret, some just kind of like your, your great, great grandma's recipe. They're not going to let everybody know that secret spice or yeah. stuff that they're putting in there, you know, because <laughs> then you might go. And you're like, eh, something's yeah. missing. <laughs> mm, I don't know what it is. Oh, wait. It's the secret recipe that nobody wants to tell you about. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But, you know, I feel like there are, um, it's kind of like trial and error, right? Like you just have to yep. get out there and, and try it for yourself and see what works. And I love to the point of, okay, you might start out just putting out videos, but then you find your thing. And I think yes. it's so important to find your thing so that you will keep doing it. Because if you're just yeah. doing, you know, like I try because, you know, I've put my toe in YouTube and I've, I've taken it out a few times and I've tried vlogs and I'm like, it feels so weird for me to sit here and talk to the camera about what I'm doing. And I don't feel like I'm doing anything but driving to the grocery store, you know, but someone else, they're great at it, you know, and, and it's weird because you talk too about like talking to yourself, which I do. I talk to myself all the time, but it's so hard for me to sit and talk to the camera by myself. Like I like engaging with the person and having the conversation um so yeah I tried that and was like that ain't my thing but like sitting and talking to someone is you know so you have to find what it is that makes you tick so that you're actually going to keep doing I think that's the key to consistency right yeah yeah definitely yeah um so you mentioned that you do have support from your husband um what is your like support system like with keeping up your channel and do you do a lot of stuff on your own like are you editing your videos on your own how does that work for you um so my husband has a background in audio production um which is very helpful <laughs> um and so anytime that I do add music or add sound or something I'll edit the videos because I do my own editing um and then he goes in and just kind of like tweaks things so it sounds a little bit better um but most of the things that I have my husband has bought me so he is part of my team. And so I wouldn't be able to do a lot of this without him because he is my support. Um, my coworkers are my supporters too. They're like, come on, Jenny, you got it. You got it. And I'm like, girl, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. Right. But um, yeah, him and my son Ronan are like my number one supporters. Um, my husband will do his very best to try to make sure that my son is either in the other room or occupied if it's not a video that he can be a part of uh, just so I have some time to do it. Yeah. So, yeah. That's awesome. I feel like yeah. that even that much better. And you said your son is seven. Yes. How excited is he about being a big brother? Oh my God. He keeps asking me when she's coming. I'm like, relax. <laughs> she's not here yet she's not here yet we don't want to rush this and he's right. like Mom, I just want to hold her I just want to play with her I'm like boo boo like she got a baby like you ain't gonna be able to play with her she's right. just gonna sit there for like a really long time and like sleep and poop and that's about it and he's like no I'm gonna hold her and I'm gonna play some games with her and I'm like okay 
So he's he's very excited. He tells everyone that I'm pregnant. Everyone. <laughs> everyone in his school knows that I'm pregnant. His daycare knows that I'm pregnant. We've gone to the grocery store and he goes, hey, my mommy's pregnant. Oh, oh. She's pregnant. I'm like... <laughs> I'm going to be a big brother. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pregnant. Uh, who are you? I don't know you, but yeah, thank okay. you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it, though. I love it. Um, he's going to be a great big brother, it sounds like. Oh, my God. He's going to be amazing, which is even better because he's already hands-on. Mm-hmm. Um, because I've been having issues with this pregnancy, and sometimes I'm just in so much pain that it's hard for me to walk. He'll be like, don't you worry, mommy. You just lay here. I'll go get it for you. And I'm like, oh. all right, okay, I'll take that. Yeah. <laughs> I, feel like that's one I of trained the- you well. <laughs> I feel like that's one of the benefits of having a gap between your kids, because I'm 10 years older than my little brother, and I feel like I was just as much a part of raising that child as they were okay like I changed diapers I changed clothes and did all bath time yeah. all those things so that's a, a good thing about having the gap between kids <laughs> they can help you'd be surprised how many people tell me all the time oh you waited so long he's seven why would you do that and I'm like ah you played it this smart. Is my life you played it smart my life <laughs> like I, I don't want back-to-back two-year-olds that I got to take care of. No, thank you. I'm fine. No, I, I don't know where people get that from. I think that is the smart move. I got one school kid in school yeah. and then I got another one coming. That's the best way to do it. What y'all exactly. talking about? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, to, first of all, I have to pay for two daycares and two child, please. <laughs> Like all he that. just got Ronan's like daycare down to like a like a good rate because he's going to school now. So I'm not paying like an extra hundred dollars because he's going to daycare all day now. So I'm like, oh no, no, y'all, y'all have that. I don't want that. No, Listen, I'm good. Daycare is like rent. Okay. It is it's so expensive nowadays. So yeah. Mm-mm. How has the journey been for you in building your subscriber base? I know it's not an overnight journey. Um, have there been marketing tactics that you've tried or like, what is that? How's that been for you uh, building your subscriber base? Um, so this one is a work in progress, um, but I've uh, built business cards because I figured that still word of mouth is probably the best way to do it. Um, so I built YouTube business cards that have my own QR code on them. And so um, if somebody's like, oh my God, I love your personality. What do you do for a living? Oh, hey girl, I do YouTube. Here you go. <laughs> um, I also built my own shirt that says, ask me about my YouTube channel. And then it has my QR code on the back. And so if I'm out, you know, downtown or like going to the grocery store, I'm seeing people pull out their phones and hit the QR code and it cracks me up and people are like looking at me and I'm like, what? <laughs> and then I see them reading my shirt. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So um, most of it was word of mouth. I started with like family and friends and then I was like, okay, well, I think I'm ready to kind of branch out. And so like you, you said that you sometimes have um, a hard time asking people to be on your, like your podcast. I have 
a hard time just talking to people saying I have a YouTube channel mm-hmm. because people are like a YouTube channel. Like, no, you don't. I'm like, yeah, I really do. And they're like, yeah, but you're like a small channel. I'm like, yeah, but that's how big channels got big it's for them to start little. Right. So like, it's not overnight people. Right. Um, and so I started building that and then I got to Instagram and then I got to Twitter. Um, and so I'm now starting to put things on TikTok, but I still haven't learned how to, how to do TikTok all the way. So I'm like, mm, I don't know if this looks good or not. So I'm going to reverse it or take it off. But yeah, it's, it's a work in progress. Um, a lot of people ask me what I do for a living. So I don't really tell them like what I do for a living, like what my real job is, like that pays the bills. I just tell them about YouTube. I love it. Cause you, that's how you manifest it, right? You, you say, this is what I do. Yep. For a living. That's what you want to do for a living. And that's what you will do by saying it and by being proactive and by, you know, this is my business. I love that. I love that. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, this is, this is me this is what I'm all doing. the time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what would you say to a, a YouTuber who's just getting out there, just getting started um, in the YouTube creator world? What keys, what advice would you give to them? Um, I think I kind of hit that on the other one about my mistakes, but I would definitely say um, know what you want to do create more videos before you even post your first one um and then follow a couple of people that you have the same interest in um and then actually go for it don't think about it just do it sometimes it's best just to to kind of jump in versus you procrastinating like i did for like two years and not doing it because now i I regret it not doing it back in 2016 when I really wanted to do it. And so um, I just say, go for it. Don't, don't really think about it. Just it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I love that advice too. And that's what I find for myself. That's what I've been doing with this podcast is just like, you know, you don't go ahead and just get started because you don't have to put it out there right away. You know, you can take the time and like, okay, let me see how this is going. And that's going to help when the times when you're not consistent or when you just don't feel like it, or you just don't have the energy. Oh, I've already recorded six videos so I can put one of these up, you know? So I think that that's a really, really great tool. It's just kind of building your, um, you know, your portfolio so that you have it ready to go. Um, And then once it's time, you can just Cause that's one of the things that's going to build your subscriber base is consistency is having, they know that you're putting out content on a regular basis. So I think that if you're already having some in the back, it takes away the stress and the pressure. I um, mean, like yeah. you said, just to do it. Cause I do the same thing. I'm like, man, if I had just been consistent, like 10 years ago, imagine where I'd be by now, <laughs> you know, but you can't, you can't look back. You are exactly where you're supposed to be. You know, you are doing yep. exactly when you're supposed yep. to. You have the experiences now that need to be shared now. So, you know, take all that in stride and just do it. Just do it. It doesn't have to be perfect. Yeah. And little by little, you'll get what you need. You'll get the lighting that you need. You'll get the cameras that you need and the mics and all that stuff. But just start somewhere. You know, people are producing full movies on their iPhones, you know, so 
let's get started. It's it's still crazy to me. Like um like when I first started, my husband found this app called Pro Movie, and so I downloaded that, and he was like, "We're just gonna use this first, like for the first couple videos, we're gonna see how this works, and then if you decide to stick with it, we'll get you a camera." And I was like, "Okay, I'm cool with that." Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've noticed that I mean, most phones have better cameras than actual cameras are. So. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, most of them, you don't even need an actual like full on camera mm-hmm. um, because you can do everything there. And so it was nice because I could transfer the videos from my phone to my computer and still be able to edit it. And it was a lot easier for me. So you, you don't need the whole kitten caboodle like everybody else has. Like, okay, yes, I think I used my ring light maybe 15 to 20 times when I first got it, but I had more issues with the ring light. And so I just started using natural light at that point. I'm like, all right, just open a blind. Right, right. We make it so There's much really more difficult difference. and we let that be our excuse as to why we can't yep. do something. It's like, open up, open up them blinds and get-, get Yeah, or go outside for the love of God. Right. Just change it a little. Right. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. I love it. I love it. This has been such a great conversation. So helpful because I know there's so many people who are just in those early stages and wanting to get started, whether it be with YouTube or something else in the, you know, social media space. And I know that your words are going to encourage someone to just do it. Just do it. I hope so. I I really do. (laughs) Ask me whatever questions you want to know. I'm honest. I'm not going to keep anything from you because who is that hurting? Like really, like I don't, I don't, I still don't understand. And it's even worse because I have reached out to bigger YouTubers when I first started just to see if I could get somebody to give me like some positive or like some real advice. And I never got a response, Mm. not one. Mm. And I'm like, okay, okay. So y'all really are trying to hide things from people. So y'all, y'all don't want to tell about success. Y'all don't want to say anything about you know, getting a collaboration, what to do with it. And it's, it's mind bottling to me that all of you guys want to like, keep it in, not all of you, but most people want to keep that information in. They don't want to share it. And I'm just like, why? For what? No. You know, and I, don't, I, think, I don't understand. I think that that's just a prime example for us, you know, who are on or growing on what not to do. You know, I always look at like some of my employers, yeah. like, the best and like, this is just, teaching me what not to do when I employ someone, right? <laughs> so I yeah. that's yeah. what it is, you know, like I'm going to be that person that if someone reaches out to me, I'm not too big, I'm not too high, too mighty to share some advice, you know? Yeah. That's the biggest form of flattery is that someone is asking you for some, just some advice, you know, it's free. You can give, yeah. some, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, I had some lady ask me, um, who sent me a personal message who said that she just, um, that she had gestational diabetes. Mm. And she found my YouTube channel through Instagram because I put in hashtag gestational diabetes. Mm. And she sent me a personal message and she says, thank you so much for spending time and answering my questions because nobody else would. And I feel lost. And I was like, girl, we in the same boat. Mm. And so that like things like that makes me feel great. Like things like that make it worth 
while when I can help somebody and I could feel through the messages that she really did appreciate that. Um, and so, you know, hopefully she sees this and hopefully she knows that it meant a lot that she reached out to me and that she trusts my judgment. Yeah. The purpose is so much bigger than just being able to create this career as a YouTuber. It's like, you're asked, you're actually touching so many people that you never get to see that you never get to meet. Um, but just you sharing your story and being transparent helps them in whatever they're facing. So yeah. I love it. Thank you so much, Jamie, for being here. This, this was fun. This was fun. Yeah, it was. I was so nervous. <laughs> amazing. And just, oh. I, just as I knew you would. And the people want to be able to follow you and get more of this transparency. So tell them where they can find your YouTube channel, your social media, all of that. Um, so my YouTube is my first and last name, Jamie Burke, J-A-M-I-E-B-U-R-K-E. Um, Instagram, you can find me at Jamie Burke YouTube. Some sauce. This has been great. Definitely make sure you are following Jamie. She has so much goodness to share. And she might have tried a product that you've been questioning and you want to make sure that it's good before you, you try it out. So go to her YouTube channel right now and subscribe hit the bell for notifications, all of that. Um, thank you again, Jamie, for being here. This was so much fun and we'll have to do it again sometime. Aw, thank you. Yes, thank you everyone yes, for watching. Yes, yes. Ho hopefully next time I can show you my baby. Yes, <laughs> hopefully she'll come around May 15th fellow Taurus sisters. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right, you have a good one. Have a good one too. Thank you everyone for watching or listening to Name a Better Duo podcast. Until next time, have a great week.